You are listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. What is the worst shit you've ever done in your life that you've never told anyone you did? Frank, you go first. (laughs) <laughs> okay um come on um, here's the place let's do it the worst thing i've ever full done? confession oh time oh come gosh on. i thought uh, you were about to ask us what's the worst shit you've ever uh, taken okay, okay, no. okay, no, I, uh, that I could ha- be the same answer I, well i mean no, I, 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 I i've ha- taken some gnarly shits no i well i mean i mean the worst thing i've ever done the worst shit i've ever had no worst thing so you've oh, ever done. okay sorry just, yeah. you don't have to, uh, <laughs> i didn't expect anyone to take this question seriously oh, yeah you uh, really uh, seem to be uh, digging well, deep, well i was like, about to answer but okay never like, mind no hell no i'm not gonna <clears> tell you that i mean i slept with two different guys at, a, at the same party and didn't tell either one of them about it but you know Ooh, that's not spicy that i mean that's not yeah that's not horrible i'm not i'm gonna get you two shoes what can i say neither of them were like your committed other were they no, I was open, I was in an open relationship oh, at the time. So yeah, yeah, were fine. you in your twenties? Late twenties, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. In your twenties, <laughs> anything like, goes. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm I'm a good tissues. shoes. What can I say? I'm going to a Grease Two screening on the 21st of August. Yeah, you're right. That's the worst. thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I was that, that would be like in the top five best things I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 actually, it's actually my fourth vintage Grease Two screening. So I was talking about the sex with the. Two oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Someone's oh. going to do at some point a uh, Venn diagram of Frank on reviews. <laughs> Frank talks about like Grease Two at some point. <laughs> Like arbitrarily, in <laughs> it's, it's just a circle. It's, it's a circle. It's a masterpiece. Anyway, we're here to review the Forgiven. <laughs> Am I the one going to answer that question? Jeez, yes. I can't wow. believe you took it seriously. I was what? like, wait, why? Well, you you the spot. You're like, yo, go, go. I will tell the worst shit I've ever had. To even it out. We don't need to know about okay. that, Alan. I can go into real detail. Or I can brush it. Right? I'll save it for the end or not. That's Alan. Hello, Alan. Hello. Also, here is Frank. I am Frank. And Marco. <laughs> I've never done anything bad in my life. Uh-huh. I've been there when you did some of the bad things. <laughs> Shut the so. fuck up. <laughs> you were drunk. You have no idea what you're talking about. Was it you or was it my dad? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know. We're going to have to consult Freud to uh, really unpack <laughs> that one, Did you one, see Chris. the way he reached for his belt right there? <laughs> I'm just You're sounding like right now. <laughs> Assume the position, Chris. You've been naughty. Well, The Forgiven is about a guy who did something that is arguably unforgivable and willingly puts himself in the place, albeit reluctantly, reluctantly into dealing with the fallout of it. Uh, and this is the reason this interested me is not just the fantastic cast. Holy shit. Ralph Fiennes, Jessica Chastain. Stain, Matt Smith, Caleb Landry Jones, uh, Sayed Takamui. It's a really, really hot cast of yep. people, but it's directed by John Michael Madonna, who is not yet 
a household name, but perhaps he should be. Uh, he wrote and directed The Guard, which I... Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, the Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And Don Cheadle. And Calvary yeah. also, which had him in it, which was oh, also really, that. also really the older good. brother of Martin McDonough, the better known of the McDonough I, brothers. I, I, I love is Martin he the better? Is he the better known? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, is. compare... Anything else that McDonough's done, I think he's a lot better. Like his play, The Pillow Man, is revised constantly. He did three, 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 billing, three, three billboards. Three billboards. Yeah, that was my yeah, favorite yeah. movie of that year. For the record, if you've never seen The Guard, especially, go see The Guard. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my God. It's yeah. just I, I'm angry about it. I'm excited. Uh, and Very war, dark and comedy. War on Everyone, which was really good too. I feel like he should have a bigger name than he does, considering his output has been so consistently really great. Mm-hmm. But this is a very different take for him because I feel like all three of his previous films had their tongue very firmly in cheek in some ways. They're serious, but there's a, there's there's a that, lot of comedy. There's in a there. lot of, it's dark comedy and it's very sharp, very pointed and highly moralistic, but always a sense of the absurd. If you're one of those guys like me who enjoys some BBC shows and television and films because they just have great dialogue. You know, the Brits are really good at insulting one another. Oh, yeah. This film, which <laughs> takes place over a weekend in Morocco, where Matt Smith and Caleb Landry-Jones, a couple, they're couple rich, rich people sorry, who sorry. Uh, I had to. not great be- human beings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they are the homosexuals in film who are represented as the snarky, always talking shit about people, rich guys they abound they're throwing a party out in this place that matt smith has bought out in the middle of nowhere in the desert being attended by a bunch of rich guys and then their servants <laughs> i mean they basically have just taken over what was once like presumably a fortress that would have housed essentially a community a village of people yeah. and now it's just a playground for the idle rich and most importantly of all the guests that are invited here you have rafe fines as David Henninger and his wife Jessica Chastain as Joe Henninger, who along the way of trying to get there were like, they're like literally driving down a dirt road in the middle of the desert, like going, are we even going the right way? You know, there's no GPS here. Do we miss a sign? They're looking up stuff, trying to figure out what to do. And a kid jumps out and they hit him and he dies. Yeah. Flash back and forth in the party. And you're like, Oh, where are they? I thought they'd be here by now. And they're already talking shit about him. Like, I don't even know why we invited them. Oh yeah. Everybody here has the knives out. Everybody's bitchy in this. It should also be pointed out that David has been drinking all day long. As we find out, he is an alcoholic. He's a doctor. He's very wealthy. His wife is a children's book author, although she hasn't written anything in like eight years. She hasn't even really had much success when she has published. But they're they're rich enough to get invited to these kind of fancy exclusive parties in the middle of nowhere. When he finally gets there, they have the body with them. They're like, yes, this happened. We're broken up about it, which you don't get the feeling either one of them is terribly broken up about it they're no. just like this was a huge inconvenience and i'm just annoyed it seems like she's a bit more broken up about it yeah yeah i was gonna say terribly yeah. it's, she's she's more struck by the fact that that happened it seems um, to fade quickly though it reverses doesn't it he's more affected by it toward the end and she's just like well she goes off into her own little world which is one of the problems i have with this movie there's two different movies here what ends up happening is even as this party's going on and it's very over the top 
up and everybody's doing drugs and there's old rich guys showing up with like 20 something girls and it's established to Ray Fines. The father has shown up and he's like, you need to come with me back to my village. You know, we're not here to punish you, but it's the way that things are done. And Matt Smith is like, no, it really is the way things are done. It really would be best if you go with them. And even though it's established not that long after that, he's like, I don't know, maybe it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, they're probably going to kill him. He's, kind of, he's kind of ruining the party. And, you know, Matt Smith's character is basically like, look, life's cheap out here. The guy's going to come by. You talk to the cops. We'll talk to the consulate. You might have to pay a fine and it'll all be forgotten. This kid is a nobody. Formalities. It is basically the image of the decadent Westerner who has gone to the Middle East, this particular pocket of the Middle East, where they've basically exploited the locals for centuries. And the interesting thing is the way that McDonough frames this is that you always have in the background the help. I think and that was a very interesting touch. That was very symbolic and really telling, I yeah, thought. They're polite, but you can see that they are mm. very resentful. judgy and yeah. resentful, but they're doing it because this is literally the only thing we it's established that the only thing in this particular region that makes anybody money is crime or selling fossils yeah literally Art- everything else has been taken from them in fact the kid who jumped out in front of them and it's always a question was he genuinely trying to like sell them this fossil or was he planning to use that as an excuse to just rob them yes do you think that was everybody's that, morally that's complicit. Complicit. Do, do you think it was do you think that was positive that much of a question though i i really felt like it was not like, I, 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 I feel like it's position as like Ray Fiennes thinks this, but it's established pretty quickly in the movie that, like, or maybe not pretty quickly, but by the end of the second act, that he is trying to sell it. I don't know he if I ever got that. We see these two kids. They, they have even the have fossil. a discussion have early a discussion. on about, a gun. about, like, should we do this? Yeah. yeah. And I get the feeling, yes, their intent is to use this as an excuse to do that, but it's also set up a lot of, like, sensitivity to the people of this region who They've are being exploited. Them to this. Yeah, exactly. And the only thing people want us for is to exploit us and to take our fossils away for us to dig shit up in the desert and like them to buy it for outrageous prices but ray fines ends up going with the older father and with the wonderful saeed tagamui who i always remember from uh, three kings yeah. as being the oh, of man has it, it seems, yeah. seemingly hasn't aged a day no, no right? he's been in la Haine, like he's looks, been in wonder woman he's yeah. just been in a lot he looks of exactly stuff. the same like when i saw three kings, kings 20 yeah. years ago yeah. who's like the english translator along the way and they, there's a weird sort of bonding going on between the two of them because at least apparently the old guy doesn't speak English but they're communicating the whole way and there's like it's a long trip it's a multi-day trip out to where this kid is from and so there's a lot of stops along the way there's a lot of exposure to the culture and as you watch Ray Fiennes slowly starts to realize not only is he way out of his element obviously but by that nature of being out of his element starting to normalize this world for him and start to not just look at it as like an inconvenience yeah, but and because he's now at the mercy of this world and one thing i'll say like spoiler alert i didn't love this movie i didn't even really like it but i will say like at least that isn't done in a hokey way 
Whereas like he's having no. these big revelations, like oh my god, I'm becoming a better person. No, it's very subtle. It's just like it's very organic. It's less of him becoming a better person, but like and being less of a complete dickhead. Yeah. He's still sort of a dickhead. Well, it's also but, him being overcome by this culture and this world. It's an experience that he never banked on. Yeah, you know, and it's almost life. out of this like necessity. He needs yeah. to like acclimate. Yeah. He just wants to get it over with. Yeah, yeah. it does become like a, a love a question of atonement. But I think that's one of the things I liked about it actually, Alan, was that it didn't turn into this total like oh god we were wrong all oh, along I, i'm giving it props i'm giving it props for that i am saying that like, like one of the few things i'll give this movie props for is like it wasn't done that way it wasn't overt about it it wasn't like triacly about it it was this guy who entirely through fine's performance which i think is actually tremendous That's here really great. Yeah. Uh, goes from this unbelievable prick to a guy who is opening himself up to a person as we discover he used to be when mm-hmm. he was younger yeah it's not the whole point of exploring it's not like flashbacks and shit or anything like that to when he as they established was a rebel when he was younger <laughs> a lefty rebel but it's interesting it's I so of, wonderfully subtle i kind of felt like i love that you're making an film here but that being said jessica chastain who's back at the house and they have a whole like i guess i'll just have an affair with this totally hot guy played by christopher abbott yeah, honestly who only appears in films like this she, she's, in, she's, well, she's in a completely different film well and, and honestly is, i would like, i would much rather watch that movie it seems amazing well, I mean, she well, seems I, to I really know, I, get I, nothing out of it it's kind of like Okay, well, maybe I don't love my husband, but it's not explored on anywhere you see, near I don't know the how... levels of the way Fines is. He his transition is interesting. Hers is just like okay, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> and there's nothing more can, to like, it. Question than that. that because these are two different films, and I think his story is much more involving. It's much more. I don't want to say cerebral, but it you know it is. It, it touches something deeper. Well, you know, it's with, attempting with to it. touch something. His stuff is like meant. To be more well, cerebral, well, it's more it's more for the empath film goer. Whereas hers is just it's very on the surface. What the movie is about has to do with what he's going through. I don't know why they're going back so much. I don't know. But when either. they do go back, it's with like very attractive, well cast actors saying really good dialogue and being sexy with each other. But it's all and hollow. it's way more watchable. It's not watchable. I don't, I don't agree. Yeah. I don't think so either. It's no. not. I mean, unless, they're all vile. I, I, well, worse but it's than watchable. Well, no, but worse than that, they're not interesting. It, yeah. it's, they're not interesting to watch. They're all in business. Or there's some funny activists. There's or some all... funny lines. Well, yeah, I'll give it, it that. This but... is what I'm saying. Like, this is what I agree with y'all because, like, it's going nowhere. But the dialogue and the actors and the like, the environment. It... The Jessica Chastain character makes a comment about America. Americans love we we love this and that. We love it that everybody hates us. And I thought as soon as you do that, like, well, why are you even doing this? Why why are we even talking about this yeah. in this scene? Like, we're just dicking around I mean, here. It's really there's no gonna... reason for any of these scenes to exist yeah. in this movie. But that, that my point is like those scenes are flat or, but they seem better it's hard to explain i, d- I don't know where you're i don't know either yeah, I, I didn't feel that way. this whole movie sucks shit is what i'm saying <laughs> I, I did not feel that way and no. like all those scenes like don't go anywhere and they are really flat but they're well written i don't know about you nothing. Think so? i don't yeah. think that they go anywhere i just don't think it goes anywhere that we haven't already anticipated yeah, I think he yes so well, that's true this idea of the sort of liberal westerner who's going to this foreign culture, they think they're restoring this place to its original glory. Everybody knows that they're not. You know, Caleb Landry Jones like, all of these costumes are authentic that I've put on the servants. Everyone's like, no, they're not. You've got an activist who's there, but she's hobnobbing with these millionaire assholes
roles because she's trying to get money to help poor people, but she's got to show up to these kinds of things. And she's being covered by this self-righteous photographer, but it's a photographer from like the fashion uh, department of like the New York Times. It's really McDonough going like, here's all of these well-meaning liberals who are saying they want to do things and be good. But one of the things I love about this movie is that, you know, Morocco, Algeria, this part of the Middle East has often been a playground for both the idle rich and bohemians alike, especially like the Beats, you know, like Ginsburg and Burroughs yeah. and, you know, Paul Bowles. They're like, they made great art, but they went to this country where they could get drugs and fuck boys, usually underage. And he just throws it out there. The Fines character says it with such vehemence. And Chris pointed out that maybe once upon a time he was this liberal. And I think the reason he's become such a dick, or one of the reasons, is because he's looked at the guys that he was traveling with all these years and gone, you know, these guys are horrible. Fuck everybody. Fuck all of this. Yeah, he, he went hates the opposite everybody. way. He was just like, fuck all of it. He's just better. Yeah. Uh, but his story is so much more interesting it because is. you actually watch him change. No one else changes in this whole movie. It's an actual journey. His is an actual journey. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Everyone else is like, yeah. we already get that all these people are hollow and get it keeps going back to that i'm like i don't care anymore there is literally no point in watching any of the scenes that ray finds is not in the house scenes jessica chastain's character is complicit in manslaughter and it turns out she feels like it's the best thing that's ever happened to her. She feels it, liberated. It, it at the helps end of the her film. reevaluate yeah. the marriage that she's been, you know, wallowing in and suffering in for years. And it's like nobody seems to care that there was a human life at play, except for Ray Fiennes, which I guess took, so, took yeah. a while. Which I it guess in McDonough's in McDonough's opinion is a comment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and with the, okay. with the point is, like, all those scenes are constructed more entertainingly. They well, just, they just you don't have mean a bunch anything. of smart people who can smart talk to one another. And the dialogue is good. It's but, just but, two but, guys I, I in a I can't, but only one talks English. I don't think if the dialogue is that good. I think it thinks it's good. It's bitchy. But, you know, it I, I just, it's bitchy. Yeah. It's, it's bitchy, yeah. but bitchy is not good. Dialogue. It's a bunch of really pretty people being very pretty and cool and stylish. And maybe it's there to make you still question yourself, going like, this still looks like a cool party regardless. I don't know. But I'll tell you, I for me, this didn't work anywhere near as well as any of his other movies. But if they had just cut out everything after Ray Fiennes leaves, except for Ray Fiennes, I would have been much more into this film sure. like than it is. It's it's not like wildly long or anything. It's 117 minutes. But you easily could have lost 20 minutes of just the after he leaves party stuff. I just didn't care about any of it. And it was just doubling down on a point we already got. I'm convinced if we didn't have such a high profile actress as the female lead, it would have been cut down. Or you could have done a story where she had her own sort of like personal realization that meant something. If there was any arc over on that side of the story, it would be more interesting. Yeah. But I would also think like the Ray Fine stuff, I think that section is is not very good either. It's it's more interesting because the other stuff is really dull. Yeah. But it's not good. It's just like, it's another, like, oh, great, like, disenfranchised minority had to die, so me... A white liberal can learn something about myself, but he doesn't get off scot free. No, no, no but none. No, no, I mean, but, yeah, but nonetheless, like he goes that, through his life journey. But I, like, well, I mean, I mean, everyone's the, journey is going to be what they are at the death of. But a, I agree that that payoff at the end is just like this. Just feels like you didn't know how else to end this. 
Like, uh, I guess we have to put you an see, exclamation I, point on no, this. No, I think that that was it was a just ending. And I think that the ending is what really saves I, it. I think it's morally just, but cinematically boring. Yeah, cinematically bland. Oh, yeah. I don't think that. I mean, I think... I mean, maybe because, maybe because so much of the, the house scenes were so bland by that point, it could only go up. I mean, to me, it just <laughs> highlights the fact that all of these people are morally complicit. Even the locals who we see are suffering and are having to deal with these rich assholes who kind of dominate their lives and have been forced to do some pretty horrible things so nobody in this movie is like morally good yeah i think for a lot of people the big challenge of this movie is going to be that there's really not a lot of good likable morally upright characters even the father who seems to be trying to you know reconcile himself with this man who killed his son accidentally or not we see that he has rage in his heart and it's right up until the end. You don't really know what he's going to do because retribution is always he, on the table. I don't think that people that strip things down to like likable, unlikable characters are going to be seeking out this movie. We've seen movies with unlikable characters. We've seen like satires like this. And maybe the tongue isn't firmly in the cheek, but this still is meant to be funny in a lot of places. I, I agree not, with you. Not funny. Funny. It's no. not as funny as his other films. Yeah. Yeah. And like the father is the most interesting character who gets Absolutely. the least yes. amount of time. Yeah. And like the one legit good scene in this movie is between Ray Fiennes and the father. Yeah. yeah. And they have a conversation. A little I, I, I like the father one more, good scene, more yeah. and more was the best scene. Yeah. But I, I liked him more and more with each scene. He was, in, it was for him. It was like it was like peeling away an onion with him. We first see him. This is like broken, like husk of a man who was at his lowest, yeah. and then he we, and so, Rafe, we, we see more and more of him. And the he, Ray Fiennes character explored. just assumes yeah, he's just yeah. like you know a simpleton. He's just some idiot from a village who's you know backwards. And and it turns out that he's a lot more sophisticated. He's a lot more knowledgeable, and he's a lot more conflicted because he has two choices. One is to take revenge on the man who took his son's life, or welcome him into his community in this limited way to facilitate the process of grieving and in the end, perhaps forgiving him. And none of these characters make decisions that I think we agree with, but you understand why they make the decisions Yeah, and that's, they make. that's the important thing. I do not understand that's the important thing. where Ray oh. went. That is a first leap of faith, like really, like there's no leap of faith. There's no way in hell he goes on that journey. I, I, think, that, I think that the reason ultimately pays off and makes sense when you realize that once upon a time, he was very leftist and had mm-hmm. given it all up, and that's where the Part yeah. of him that, like, they're able to grab the guilt and go, like, maybe Shit, yeah. I feel it's like, no, but I mean, they've it's really not really, it's not really, it's the, the not Ma- really told us in cinematic in any terms of the movie. I mean, the Matt Smith goes. character makes it kind of clear, like, look, you got to take care of this because if you don't, they're just going to cut back. It's almost a sense of like, well, you could go with them for a couple of days and sit in a car and drive a long ass way and then attend a funeral that you don't want to be at, or we could risk pissing them off and they're going to come back here with guns and kill the shit out of. You're all right. Of us. It starts out as something that like all right. It's ju- always it's, it starts out as something like to just there. let's just like just do this. Gets out of the way. Let's clean it all up and then give them some money. Yeah. and it's over. But then it becomes something much more profound for him, and that's really when the movie Which he ends comes up alive. Understanding their people and the people yeah. around them better than Matt Smith and Caleb Land- well, Landry Jones ever going to be able to very or, or yeah or even capable of yeah we got to go to final thoughts marco why don't you get us started we kind of covered a lot of the bases here i like this a lot i don't think it's like a great movie i don't think it's going to be a movie that's going to set the world on fire it has some fantastic performances an interesting premise it feels like 
a rip from the headline story from 10 years ago. Somehow it seems oddly fixed in a time that's already passed, and yet it still feels relevant. It's a small recommendation for me. I'm not telling anybody to run out and watch this today. But if you want to see some good character work and deal with some interesting moral dilemmas, you couldn't do worse than this. I'm going to give this seven and a half out of ten baskets of rolls that are just wasted and thrown in the trash. <laughs> Frank? Was this based on a novel? I feel like this was based on a novel yes, at some it was. point. Yeah. It's actually yeah, one of McDonough's of few name. unoriginal of projects. Oh, yeah. right. By Lawrence Osborne. The half of this film that took place in the house was just hollow, had no bones, didn't even have characters that felt like people. I mean, it was just there to buy time. I'm convinced that we spent so much time with these people, in quotation marks, and with Chastain because, you know, she's in it. I felt that the Ray Fiennes character had a much more interesting storyline. It was much more involving. It had pathos. It felt genuine. It felt earnest. It felt real. One of my favorite things in film when it comes to characters is journey. I love seeing who someone is at point A versus who they are at point whatever, wherever the movie takes them to at the very end. I love seeing that. That's I'm just in my head. I'm still like, what? I don't remember a journey song in this movie. <laughs> I come don't, to you. We need don't you remember a song? Yeah. He comes out and he says, don't stop believing. <laughs> but uh, I think that movie does that side very well. They go their separate ways. <laughs> had had, had this been a, a straight-on character piece about the Ray Fiennes character, this would have been a really great film. Unfortunately, we have to spend time with these people who likable, unlikable. I mean, they're fucking boring because they're not drawn as people. They're mouthpieces. You know, yeah, yeah, they're mouthpieces. They're constructs. They're composites. They're not doing or saying anything that, that's surprising, nothing entertaining. interesting about their art. No, nothing yeah. whatsoever. They're in pretty clothes. They're in pretty surroundings. That's it. They're lit nice. That doesn't make them like worth their I would still party with them at that house. Well, I'd party with them, too, but I wouldn't wouldn't watch (laughs) them. I'd party with Jessica (laughs) Chastain. But uh, there's half a reason to watch this movie, and that half is the Ray Fiennes trajectory. It did work for me. Uh, I understood the reasons why, and I understood the ending. I think the ending was justified, and it worked for me. But, yeah, I hate when when I review a movie, and and I'm so split because of its duality. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and give this, only for the Ray Fiennes storyline, 6 out of 10 Grease 2 screens. I'm going to be attending next month. Chris, Chris, do you want to come with me? Do you want to come with me? To pick a thing where it's like from this movie. Okay, uh, five uh, bad performances. You of said Caleb- six. You just no, said sorry, sorry. six. Six bad performances that Caleb Landry Jones gives in this movie. Oh, was it bad? I mean, ca- bad? for Caleb Landry Jones, it was kind of shitty. I thought it was kind of funny. Well, all right. I all their performances were like good. Yeah. I mean, it's like none of the shit. I didn't mattered. have any complaints about the performances. Yeah. He's a bad gay guy. He's not. He's like, dude, just, <laughs> just don't. Yeah, we're dealing with. They the come in all shit. with an actual gay guy here saying, <laughs> "Dude, just stop. You're embarrassing me." I'm but getting you do know that guy. You've met that guy. I've met that guy. I, we, I have a lot of friends are those guys. Yes. <laughs> Alan? I would say, like, if the people in the house are, like, 5% of a real character, I think Ray Fiennes is, like, 11% of a real character. He's also uh-huh. just a construct. He's, like, a caricature of the white liberal who needs to learn a lesson, and he learns a lesson. Like, it's, like, or the rich, like, guy who's, like, lost his way. Like, there's no real achievement here in this movie. I think, it, like, there might be some big general ideas with, like, but it's something we've all seen before. Like, the well-to-do, rich white people, foreign land, talking politics, talking this, but they're all just evil pieces of shit. That's fine if you want to make this type of movie again, but this movie's just not 
entertaining and like a tongue in cheek. It's not a laugh riot kind of, kind of way, <laughs> but it's also not really profound either. It doesn't really emotionally touch me. There's one scene in this movie that I was like, whoa, this like, this scene worked. And then it just kind of fades away into other things. I don't want to spoil yeah. the scene if someone is interested in seeing this movie because I don't want to spoil the one good scene. <laughs> He's like, whoever that fuck person is. I mean, no, I, I signed up for this movie because like this cast looks sick. And yeah. the, like, I was like, yeah, like, so they Regardless of the things I'm saying, there's going to be someone who's like, look at this cast list and be like, oh, fuck that guy. I'm going to see this movie. So I'm not going to spoil this scene for you, good sir, good madam. Uh, yeah, it, just, it really didn't work for me on any level. I don't know much more to say about it. Like, I, I didn't. Well, then wrap it up. Um, then let me, let me, let me vamp a little more. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, vamp? I'll say vamp? maybe two and a half out of ten freaky oh, little shit. fossils. Wow. Maybe wow. three. We'll go three. Three freaky little fossils out of ten. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not on your side on that one, Alan. (laughs) I'm with these guys here. I actually think there's a lot of really interesting stuff in this film. It is not a white liberal savior film. Oh, no. It is not. That is not what this is aiming for at all. It is aiming for picking at your white liberal guilt, no question. But it does it well, and I like that so much of this is so subtle. It's just that why wasn't this other half of the film developed better? (laughs) Like, there's something you could do really interesting with Jessica Chastain's story that they spend so much time with her, but they don't do it. It's not interesting. I mean, sure, it's hot watching Jessica Chastain lounge around a swimming pool I mean, and bathing I think suits. of interesting things to do with Jessica I, Chastain. I'm well aware. You've made wow, that clear. Okay. Marco and JessicaChastain.com website. Look, I, I have a thing for redheads. What can I say? We're like her and, I forget the guy's name, but her and the uh, guy from Girls or whatever, they have like good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Like, they're, I guess. It's sexy when they're talking. Like it's like, it's exciting to but you think, why did interact. she sign up for this? Probably because John Michael McDonough, the director, writer, has made some really great, fascinating little films. And sadly, this is his first chance to work with an all-star cast, and it's his weakest film. It really is. Like, I mean, his other three films are so much better than this. And I was disappointed because I was like, yes, this is finally his chance. People will follow him and go like, oh, he's a big guy. He'll get big casts. This was announced as theatrically released. This isn't releasing theatrically almost anywhere. I thought when we did this, because we're doing this as a highly suspect review, that we would have a theater release. They're like, no, nah, it's just VOD screeners. It's fine. Yeah. I thought, like, oh, and shit. I saw the release date like 2021. Maybe it came out somewhere. Well, it was Toronto. Like, it's it's Toronto. That's just a oh, film Toronto. festival. Toronto. Okay, yeah. yeah. Toronto. Film okay. festival. I wish this was better, but what is good about it is pretty goddamn good for me. I do love so much Fine's performance in this. I think it's a fascinating, complex performance. I didn't particularly care for the end note of it because I thought it was just too easy, but I'm glad I watched this. I'm never going to watch it again, no. <laughs> but I'm glad I watched it. It was interesting and it kept me with it. Everybody is good in it. The writing could have been a lot better. I'm going to give this seven out of 10 a really great hotels in the middle of nowhere in the desert. <laughs> Hello? Hey, that yeah, oil hey. money will get you some nice hotels. I guess so. Jesus. So the worst shit I ever took. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I forgot about it. 100 degree weather, farmer's market, hungover, about 12 years ago. Do not recommend. Porta potty, brutal. Was it nutty? I don't, I don't know. It was a porta potty, so I wasn't looking back. Oh, but it was right. a hungover shit, so it was like really long. Was there corn? It was 100 degrees. Well, you're never sure you're done. I was just sweating. <laughs> you're like, wait, am yes. I done? Am I done? Oh, shut up. Trapped in literally the worst place in the world, not being able to hover because I was too hungover. Just worst, worst shit in my I'm life. I'm just so glad uh, there's like this new industry of like, 
primo porta potties now. Have you seen this I, at events I, where they're like these companies that show up with these trailer trucks where they're like they're a proper bathroom and they're air conditioned. If, if there everything. was one there that day and they said it was going to cost me a hundred dollars to use it, you I would have paid it. it. <laughs> I would have paid it. That's how bad I was in a position. <laughs> I'm so glad we ended on this note. Brutal. Yeah.